Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, hello everyone, and welcome to Tossed Popcorn Mini Pops, where two idiots who don't know anything about movies talk to a special guest about how they feel about movies. I'm Liana Holston. And I'm Sienna Jekyll. And today we are joined by Kristen Bartlett, head writer at Full Frontal with Samantha B. Say hi, Kristen. <laughs> hi, everybody. Yes. Thank oh you gosh, so much for so having excited. me. This is so great. We're so excited that you're here. Thank you so much. I also know nothing about movies, so I'm excited to help. Okay, fantastic. Do you, are you like a movie watcher? Will you, will you watch a film? Yeah, well, I just wrote my first feature. So in that, I know, toot toot. But in that that process, I think I watched a lot more than I typically do. I'm much more of a TV watcher. I, Mm -hmm. I'm happy to sit. You know, in fact, movies can feel too long for me, and I'm still happy to watch like ten hours of, like, like I don't know, like we work. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. I'm happy to do that, <laughs> but a movie like two and a half hours feels like such a imposition. So that's where I I lie on that. But I'm you trying feel the same way. Yeah, yeah. So you were kind of watching movies to study up. Yeah, I was, and and just trying to sort of capture what I like about movies and story and just feeling feeling the movie vibes. <laughs> so <laughs> very recently that, I was like, yeah, it's a big deal. And I haven't been to a theater either since like the pandemic mm. started. So like, I don't know, man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the 
<laughs> I don't want to come off anti-mask. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not. Bring this it. is the problem. I'm pro-mask. Whoa. <laughs> this is news to me. This is good. <laughs> <laughs> Sienna has a pattern where she will say a very ominous introduction to whatever it is she's about to say next. And it's usually fine, whatever the thing is, but we are all terrified. <laughs> well, I don't want to come in being like, oh, wearing masks in the theater. It's just so, it gets so sweaty, whatever. But because I'm so pro-mask, yes. I, of course, I'm going to wear it in the theater. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I would rather just be at home. Uh, <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you, like, you're so pro-mask that you've become almost anti-mask. <laughs> I want to. I just don't. I don't want to have any I, anti. Yeah, I mean, it, masks do suck, but we wear them. <laughs> we can say that. We can say that we're sweaty <laughs> underneath. Like yeah, I, yeah. I have an entire like sheen of like upper lip sweat at all times. Oh. Yeah, but like if it, we had like a nemesis online, they would be clipping this interview. <laughs> it's okay like we do things absolutely sampling out of context that's why yeah. Yeah. um yes but i feel Thank the same you way so much for saving me there and i also think we're at a moment where like movies that were streaming immediately are not happening now like i want to see everything everywhere all at once so badly mm. and when i found mm. out that it's not streaming i was like oh <laughs> what a huge thing yeah. i don't know i'll get there yeah i'm never gonna see that movie <laughs> So when writing for late night, do you ever feel like it, like any movie stuff comes up that you feel lost about or does it not come up as much? <laughs> well, it does a little bit. We need to know for our careers. Sure. <laughs> we don't need to know about movies. This is actually an informational interview for us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, so, actually, I'm far more comfortable movies. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like that's great. So I can absolutely tell you one thing. I have never, well, I have seen them because I have had two, but I haven't seen most of the most important Star Wars <laughs> Yeah, like the first three, I haven't seen those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, the ones point. that matter. Yeah. <laughs> but I right. have seen like recent ones that it was like, oh, it's like everybody's going, and I'm gonna go too. So it was like a social thing. But I don't. Mm-hmm, I feel totally. like you you absorb like a framework for these movies, even if you haven't seen them. Like you kind of know what happens, even if you aren't, if you haven't lived there. Um, and I do think in late night, especially like Star Wars comes up. Um, but mm. as a head writer, suddenly you have the power to block Star Wars. And so that is <gasps> the thing that I do. Like, I think we might have the only late night show where I say and other people say, like, now we don't really want to make a joke about <laughs> Star Wars again. Someone brings up Krang all the time. I don't know what Krang is still. Like... <laughs> I just say no. Like, these are things that I think uh, happen on Colbert that do not happen on my show because I just don't know it and I don't have the time. So, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're getting emotional and over here. And that's feminism. That, that is feminism. That, that is feminism. <laughs> is being able to stop people from talking Saying about Krang. No yeah. Is it Krang? Is that C-R-A-N-G? K-R-A-N-G. And then there's another one. I'm that so I, sorry that you know that. <laughs> There's another one that I'll see jokes about. Oh, you know what? I can't possibly tell you what it is, but it is. (laughs) There's like some sort of like body force, like some sort of like a weird like monster that pops up. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And the other head writer is Mike Drucker. And he will be like, oh, that's that. We don't have to deal with it. (laughs) And we just ignore it. We just let it go. So our show is we are we heavily represent like Devil Wears Prada jokes (laughs) Mm. (laughs) and very lightly touch on Star Wars. So that's late night. 
this is the future about which we dream. I mean, this is really what we want. You know, as things change. What's that meme that's like the future that Democrats want? (laughs) It's like fear mongering. But for us, like the future that these two women who have a podcast want about movies is just being able to say, actually, no. You don't have to know everything. It's fine. You don't have to know everything. And all of these jokes have already been made. So let's move on. Yeah. Okay. So you have not seen many a Star War. No, I haven't. The most recent. That's fine. (laughs) That is correct. And that is good. (laughs) Our our podcast, of course, is we are going down the AFI's 100 greatest American movies of all time. That movie was on the list. Uh, Do where do you feel you fall when it comes to classic movies? Have you seen you said you haven't seen a lot of the major ones? (laughs) I mean, I guess it just depends. Like, I know what I like. Like, I love Nora Ephron movies, like I go back to that well all the time, especially during the pandemic. I have just wanted comfort. And so that has been mm-hmm. the place that I keep going. Um, you know what? These days, I don't want to be challenged. <laughs> like, I just look at down. You know, in a yes. couple of years, I'll be challenged again and it'll be fine. But there's this, I feel right now that I just want to like... <laughs> See, something that makes me feel good. I love comedies. Um, I'm not a real sci-fi gal. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh-huh. You know, and I, I'm only just so now much. feeling like okay with like a little bit of sadness, which is very funny too. <laughs> like I just rewatched in this course of rewatching movies and, and getting into the movie vibe. I rewatched Eternal Sunshine, which is a movie I really love. And that's a movie I wouldn't have watched for the past couple of years. And Mm. I was like, I watched it and I enjoyed it. So I'm finally in a place where I can do a little sadness, but by and large, comfort all the way. Yeah. Right, right. What about y'all? How do you feel? I recently got back into um, reading, which is, thank you, it's a brag on the pod. Brag on Mike. And um, I've read two books (laughs) so far this year. (laughs) Pretty huge. And I've learned that my like... Because I'll comfort watch TV shows and just yeah. rewatch the same show over and over again. And I'm learning that I do that with book genres as well, where yeah. the only genre of book I will currently read is like British murder mystery about woman <laughs> on train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all I like, can handle. I think that's okay. I think in this moment, we're giving ourselves permission <laughs> to like what we like. And yeah, yeah. You know, I was a big reader pre pandemic as well. And I would try to like oh, okay. read the things that everyone was talking about and to try to stay up to date. Mm. And then as soon as the pandemic started, all I wanted was porn. So I will read like <laughs> whatever used to be fan fiction that was like republished oh as like something else. Like, I don't know if you're familiar mm-hmm. with the After series. Are you familiar with After? No. Well, After, which became two movies. <laughs> So oh, that's topical okay. to this podcast. Um, is, <laughs> it's it's absolutely awful in every way. It's not good. It's not good even porn, but it is <laughs> something that feels okay and good. And uh-huh. it it started as fan fiction for Harry Styles written on Wattpad. <laughs> yes, and now it's a successful mm-hmm. series and two films. So there you go. That's where I am. That's so I beautiful. That. <laughs> that's a story. That so yeah, it's a beautiful story. <laughs> I was never much of a, I, I understood comfort watching, but I didn't rewatch a lot of stuff. I also am more into television, but yeah. I, I was not a big rewatcher until the pandemic. Yeah. And that was kind of the first where I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just watch Sex in the City all the way through two <laughs> times in a row. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. And I have no regrets about that. Um, okay. Okay. All right. So classic movies. Like we're going these like Real the classic. ones from the 40s and the 50s. I love bringing a baby um Aww. like yeah i love like old 
comedies. Um, and I love a farce. Um, mm-hmm. But like in terms of the most important movies that you have to watch, like oh, I watched Citizen Kane during the pandemic for the first time. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Okay. Why? Why just, did you do this? It felt like homework. And yeah. I thought it was fine, <laughs> which I think, and I did read that at the time, like Citizen Kane is fine. And if it were out today and that was like the only movie or what, or like that was like, <laughs> that was like the hit movie of the week or whatever. The I think people would think it's fine. This are, is fine. <laughs> this is our only entertainment as humankind. That's such a funny review. Like, well, if nothing else existed, I think people would be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> We'd maybe continue as a species. My feeling is that it was successful because it was one of the only things that you could do. <laughs> I think it was successful because there was no streaming. <laughs> I know. feel like so many movies from the past, everyone was like, well, we don't have other plans right. for like four cannot, hours. Like, we you can go well. see it. <laughs> you cannot forget that movie theaters had air conditioning and a lot of places did not. That yeah. is so significant to the You spend American. your dime. It's like a whole mm-hmm. thing. It was, mm-hmm. But now we can like do so many things we can go rock climbing <laughs> we can play laser tag like <laughs> you know we can do a lot we can grow something i guess they were growing yes. like, <laughs> but not for pleasure <laughs> so that's why 20th century was starved for yeah. vegetation yeah so that's why mm-hmm. i think that citizen gain was good <laughs> that's my belief yeah. and it is what it is like I think that's there a very is, noble can... pursuit to like watch the AFI movies like I maybe will do that but yeah like Mm-mm. it doesn't feel noble oh no it we doesn't are feel noble what's happening to you it is, I was supposed to watch one this morning and I instead slept yeah well good like, this is not gonna be better <laughs> okay well good not so good for our podcast Kristen actually are you gonna I watch th- no I'm gonna watch I will I, I know <laughs> no, no, but I do think yeah they I mean famously you can like track on a graph how classic films were doing and then the advent of laser tag and it really tanked <laughs> classic yeah, people have options. like come on come on you have too much when laser came when laser tag came about during the second world war <laughs> people had another a botched extremely fun military exercise <laughs> and yep. they said hang on so there we go this is great that's history okay they said boys come back in <laughs> We're gonna have something called Get fun. Off the field. <laughs> uh, we have an important question, Kristen, okay. about movies. Believe it yes. or not, yes. So, has there been a time in your life when you have seen a movie, everybody loved it? Yeah. So this was a movie about which you did not understand the hype. It yeah. wasn't for you. I mean, it happens all the time. (laughs) It happens all the time because I feel like movies are work. Um, But Idiocracy is that movie for me. And it continues to be that movie for me. Um, (laughs) So, and there are two. I I sent you and I I emailed you the two movies (laughs) that kind of just get on my fucking nerves. And they both are the same thematically. And it's Idiocracy and Wally. Those are the two. Oh, my God. So is that something that you... I, I really need to hear. That. Yeah, I never saw Idiocracy. Yana, did you see it? And Sorry, who? Like, which? Who? Who did this? <laughs> Whose film was that? I remember it's it being Mike the Judge. hype, though. I do. Yeah, it's huge. There's huge. I mean, like, listen. I so it, both of these are like capital S satire movies. Um, mm. Have you seen them? Have you seen them both? Or I've no? seen Wally. You've seen Wally. Um, well, seen I think Wally. if you've seen Wally, then you've seen Idiocracy. <laughs> <laughs> One thing about us at Toss Popcorn is we've seen Wally. <laughs> that is our promise to our <laughs> listeners. 
So like I can get okay. why people do appreciate it, but like Idiocracy is a Mike Judge film. I think from oh. like the mid aughts or I mean like 2006-ish, whatever, around there. Mm-hmm. Um and it takes place in a world in the future where Luke Wilson goes into <laughs> <laughs> like a oh, change. Say no more. <laughs> Luke Wilson of like 2005 or whenever. Um he like participates and listen I've seen it like one time (laughs) so forgive me I did read the Wikipedia page and that was enough I was like oh god Um, but he goes and he chooses an experiment where he goes into a chamber where he is like frozen I think frozen or like in some ways preserved in some other way preserved and he comes out hundreds of years into the future and in this new world we live in a trash land <laughs> and, okay. and the only people who Wally. have procreated uh-huh. are our worst. So we live in an idiocracy. <laughs> we, we live in a world of idiots. Oh. And so, okay. yes. And so my thing with, <laughs> I maybe like saw it and was like, okay, and you move on with your life. But when I started to hate it was many years later, because I think during the Trump administration, it has become, or it had, it, it was, it is, whatever. It became a refrain mm-hmm. of like, oh, we are living in an idiocracy. <laughs> yeah. And I think that, yeah. pissed, like, I just like, no, we get over it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Like this shut is up. What, shut up. Like I don't want to hear the same person. Like like this is if you look if you search Twitter for like we're living in an idiocracy, like you will see this <laughs> so much, so frequently. And that to me was worse than the movie. And that has colored my experience. You know? Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's where we got. That totally makes sense. People gaining insights from that of we are the idiocracy. Right. Yeah. Oh. Like, oh God. Like, mm. first of all, like that movie is pretty like elitist like there's probably some truth to like um but but there isn't we're not living in an idiocracy like we we live in a very broken world um Mm. but just because someone comes from a different place or a different has a different point of view doesn't mean that like they're kids are inferior <laughs> or that their <laughs> lifestyle is inferior like i think it's eugenics essentially right. like that's kind of the uh-huh. thing that they're celebrating in that movie or saying right or encouraging mm. um and yeah. then and then wally is for similar reasons yes. like so i saw, <laughs> right of course yes the eugenics the eugenicist robot yeah <laughs> <laughs> like wally so I'm kind I, of <laughs> I mean, so I watched, it actually is. I know it is. Wait. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I watched Wally when it came out, you know, and mm-hmm. like, first of all, being a fat person, it's not a treat to see like, yeah. like all of yeah. these like fat people being treated as lazy. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, oh, look at these people who'd have no bones. <laughs> you know, like, just, like really? riding around in a cart. And to me, that's like, <laughs> to me, it's like, first of all, that's like not it's it's a shitty thing I think to tell kids like this is the yeah. future this is the future of overconsumption like it, you'll be fat <laughs> and you'll ride in the car <laughs> right yeah yeah you'll like I think no that's bones. like I feel like as like a fat kid like I feel like we had enough um <laughs> enough messaging already that like fat people were bad and lazy that we didn't need a whole Pixar movie to say it <laughs> That is the other half of the message of Wally. Yeah. It's like environmentalism, but then also extreme also. fat phobia. <laughs> and Let's it's- make fat phobia cute. Ooh. <laughs> it's okay because we found a plant. <laughs> Don't worry. The like- robot. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, there were two things happening there. And there was one that I just like, there was clearly one that I focused on and it wasn't the robot. I, was, I could give a shit about the waste eating robot. Like it was more like, oh, that sucks. That's mean. Yeah. Anyway, that's Did how he I feel. Garbage? <laughs> he, he sort of compressed garbage into okay. a little box yes. and then made right. piles. Yeah, that was his job. If you struggle to get in shape and lose weight, I'm about to change your life. I'm Carl, the CEO of Body, and I don't like working out and eating healthy either. So here's how I get myself to do it. I make myself own the morning. And by the morning, I mean the first hour or so every day. It's not family time. It's not for scrolling social media. It's for my results and my health. And man, does it work. Every day, I get out of bed, drink a health shake I made the night before, And then I go crush a workout in the body app and just follow along day by day. Before most people are even out of bed, I'm done for the day. So here's my offer to you. The next 500 people who go to body.com will get 65% off a full year of access to over 120 programs. 65% because I want you to start now and see how fast the pounds come off and the muscles start popping. And if they don't, Hey, you get your money back. Just go to body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. And let's own the morning together and get healthy and fit. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 
Also, it was I always thought it was a little bit weird in Wally that they like made a robot hot. I don't know. <laughs> well, I like, always she was feel that a, way. An orb, but she was hot. You know. <laughs> well, I feel that way. Oh, gosh, I'm not going to remember the name of it now, but like. Also, like the Wes Anderson dog movie. What is it called? Oh, Isle of Dogs. Thank you. <laughs> Isle of Dogs. Um, yeah. They also made a dog hot. <laughs> right? Isn't It's reckless. Isn't, it's it's um, irresponsible. I don't think it should be allowed. <laughs> this is irresponsible. Like the boy dogs are never hot. The boy robots are no. never hot. It's only the girl robots and dogs. Wally should have been hot. He should have been <laughs> yeah, s- swinging. Like, <laughs> We should have seen the no. outline of his penis, like of his robot penis. <laughs> Give us we should something. have Wally in some gray sweatpants. I mean, come on. What were we Give doing? A boner. <laughs> well, no. We should have. A little horned up robot. <laughs> anyway, I also feel like these opinions are very offensive because I know that like these movies are beloved, but to me they are <laughs> preachy and I just yeah. don't care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So there. I also think like that's not why I go to see a movie. I go to see a movie to be entertained, to hear a great story, to mm-hmm. see very exciting, interesting characters, and that say something about who we are as humans. And mm. I think there's nothing. I mean, I think movies should have themes. If that's what, like, I think that we should lend it. Like, like there's no reason that they can't tell the story in a way that feels like they're telling a story as opposed to preaching to you a lesson. And both of these yeah, movies right. feel very preachy to me. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. I, I I just want to touch on one other thing that you hit on, which I feel like we have found in a number of the movies that we'll watch where sometimes they'll send a message and we'll just feel like, no, we know. We know yeah. Have you ever, have you not thought about that before? Yeah. Because a lot of people do. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, uh, I don't it's like know. whenever a movie's like, oh my God, I think being a woman might be hard. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. No, that's, I right. know. <laughs> yeah, we got Maybe it. Sure we're getting beat up. <laughs> I know. Well, we also, speaking of, I can't remember. <laughs> I can't remember what segue I was going to Speaking but, of. Speaking. Spe- well, speaking of, whatever. Um, Kristen, we have a very important question for you. Yes. Um, as, as somebody we really look up to in the industry. Yeah. Great. <laughs> as someone who's written a feature film. Um, Kristen, fuck, Mary kill. Okay. The Godfather, Citizen Kane, Casablanca. Oh, Wow. Okay, this is an interesting question. Oh, this is very weird. Um, I would, I would. Well, this is complicated, right? I guess I would <laughs> yeah. kill. Cos- I would ki- no. I would kill um, Citizen Kane because um, okay. it's just fine. <laughs> <laughs> right. You're Again, if it was the one film, it. <laughs> it'd be yeah, yeah. It'd be sure. I would marry. Now that we have laser tag. I would marry. Kill it. <laughs> kill it. I would marry Casablanca because at least there's like a love story. (laughs) There's like romance. Um, And then I would fuck the Godfather (laughs) because (laughs) it is a very masculine film. And that's what I'm into. (laughs) Not not masculine films. I'm into a masculine energy. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There you go. I'm into a horse head in. Wait, that is the Godfather. I hope that is is correct. Yeah. Thank you. I have seen them. I I watched all three. Is, are there Ooh, more than three? We've seen two so far. <laughs> I don't think. I hope not. <laughs> Just for our sake. They're always so coming. What do you think? Can you remember any like specifics? And I think we can all brainstorm here on The Godfather. Of like, oh, that was a hot masculine moment <laughs> from the film. That's masculine. <laughs> but I absolutely couldn't tell you. I fully couldn't. <laughs> but I just know that I wouldn't want to. Sienna has one from the second movie. Oh, what is it? When Al Pacino like oh tackles his oh. wife. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, there was one part where I was I watched it several times. I said, "Go back, Al. Yeah, play it again, Al." Uh, it's when they they go to the window and and uh, Dan Keaton's like, "Wait, uh, Al Pacino, why is the why is the why are the curtains open?" And then they realize it's because someone's going to shoot guns into their house. Oh my god! <laughs> so much I of that. Really, I don't get how. So for oh, no, they're shooting reasons. guns into our home. Anyway, when they start to shoot guns into his window in his home, he he throws himself on his wife to save her. They fall to the ground. Yeah. And I I was a bit ashamed that it got me that it's like the you know he's saving her and whatever. But yeah. it was it was so hot. His hair gets messed up and so it's all must and he's in like his getting ready for bed shirt. Yeah, it's primal. His, night, his sleep clothes. <laughs> there's something there's nothing to be ashamed of that's very primal and I just simply do not think and also so this was process of elimination because I just don't think there's any th- anything fuckable about Citizen Kane like I just don't think so <laughs> it's very whiny and like, yeah nobody in that movie was hot really long. No, there was nothing hot about it <laughs> there's no there's no horny energy to be detected none. in that film none and he has a wife yeah and, a, and an affair several and wives still, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. And the horniest thing, the horniest that he got was for his sled. So, like, what are we going to do with that? I can't do anything. It was fine. It was fine. It's, it's like okay. a guy who's just too into snowboarding. You're like, I can't. what are we going to talk about? And we also wanted to ask, like, if you were to create your own top 100 films, like, what is one movie that you would put on that list? Well, probably oh, there are a lot of them. I'll say a few. Uh, when Harry Met Sally, I love it so much. I think it's a mm-hmm. perfect movie. And speaking of, like, that is a movie that centers around a theme. Like, can men and women be friends? Um, but we get that theme in the form of, like, very rich characters and story and a lot of great comedy. And Carrie Fisher is so amazing. At it. Mm. <laughs> I love it. I love Almost Famous. I love that movie so much. Oh, um, yeah. And I liked it as a kid. Like, I liked it when I saw it. Um, and you know what? I just have recently watched, rewatched, um, forgetting Sarah Marshall and get him to the Greek. <laughs> and mm, speaking, of, Russell like, Brands. speaking of like jokes per minute, like those movies, I mean, again, like it captures a moment where a lot of the things that they do and say cannot be repeated in this current moment, but like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> jokes per minute, like those are two really, really funny movies. Yeah. I love them. There are a lot of movies, though. I like. I just really, really love comedies, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's what I do. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. I'd watch your top 100. <laughs> Thank hey, you. Sign me up. <laughs> I don't know. What a very funny time to do this podcast, I think. Because, like, yeah. yeah. I, I think five years ago, my brain would have been completely different. Like, craving that challenge, craving the art. But right now, oh, mm-hmm. put me in a blanket. Yeah. yeah, that's a great point. I do wonder, like, wh- two years ago when we were better mentally, if we would be yeah. like, well, maybe this is okay. Yeah. And people didn't seek comfort so much. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Because movies are not comforting. <laughs> They're, They're not. They're really not. It's mostly just, like, hitting women. <laughs> that's not nice. <laughs> I don't need yeah. to see that. There's a lot of hitting women. There's a lot of, like, a child with an addiction issue. <laughs> like, I feel like there was, like, one particular year, like, there was one... Oscar year where like basically every movie was a kid who was tragically addicted to something and maybe was about to die. <laughs> I don't know. I can't with that. Yeah. No. Every exec's pitch meeting was just, hear me out. There's a child tragically addicted. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, to yes, some substance. <laughs> no. No. I just always feel like so many movies 
are, yeah, like, they, they, it's just like each era is a different version of what can white guys be doing differently on screen? <laughs> yeah. This, this, these 10 years, they're going to be yeah. addicted to something. <laughs> I loved, we haven't seen one like that before. I loved the era that was like, now it's every like middle-aged white actor's time to go have a bad time in space. <laughs> It was like George Clooney did it. Brad Cooper did it. Like Brad yeah. Cooper. <laughs> Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah. It does feel Before like Bradley diversity. Cooper did do it. <laughs> Maybe he did. I don't know if he did. <sighs> also, Matt Damon with the potatoes. He grew potatoes on Mars, right? Am I thinking right? Is that yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. The, the Martian. potatoes on Mars movie. Yeah. yeah. Potatoes on Mars. Pot- potatoes on Mars. <laughs> and the winner Matt is Matt Damon. <laughs> potatoes. For some, reason, <laughs> for some reason, that was the movie that I enjoyed the most in that sort of space era because, like, yes. he was at least, like, doing too. making something. <laughs> and it was, like, there was, like, a lot of humor in it, too. Yeah. Where I feel like a lot of the time it's just kind of everything's a bit blue tinted and yes. people are floating away. Yeah. There was like a nice productivity to him that I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. He's trying to grow potatoes. Yeah. It's a man being competent, which is so hot. Yeah. It's nice to watch it's someone like be good at something. competence. And it is so hot. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've reached the end. Um, Kristen, we end our normal episodes by saying thank you, we love you, bye. But on our miniature popcorns, we ask our guest to um, switch out the word bye for a word that they feel sums up the vibe of our little chat today. (laughs) Take your time. And in the meantime, Kristen, is there anything you would like to plug? Oh, Lord. The same old stuff. The Lord. <laughs> the Jesus. Lord. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. No, plugging full frontal with Samantha B on Thursdays at 10 p.m. TBS. Woo. For as uh-huh. long as TBS is a network, who is to say? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you can check out my Twitter on that's Kristen Cheeks. Um, for as long as I'm on Twitter, who is to say? Um, <laughs> Yeah, those are the things. Those are the things. We're just getting by. We're just getting by right now. It's beautiful. And the Very word that I would plugs. like, I think the word is tired. <laughs> oh. <laughs> is that okay? Yeah. No, that's amazing. <laughs> yes. That's wonderful. I love that. Great. Yay. Okay, perfect. Sienna, do you want to take us out? Yes. Okay. Thank you, everybody, so much for joining us on today's mini pop. Again, this has been Kristen Bartlett. Thank you so much for joining us, Kristen. Thank it's you. It's been such a blast. Thank you so much. And now, thank, thank you. you. We love, we love you. you. Tired. Tired. <laughs> Yay. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. 
My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.